0: Are we going to remember how to do this? Do what? Yeah. Oh, we're not just hanging out right now?
1: Oh, man. I was wondering what this microphone was for.
0: It's it's just so that I have witnesses to anything that you may say or do over the next 23 minutes. And why
1: are there these wires attached to my fingertips?
0: <laughs> oh, a lie detector. <laughs> it's the one around your rib cage that really gets you. Ooh! Have you taken a lie detector before? No. Yeah. <laughs> Me either. I always wanted to. I want to know if they're real or not. Mm.
1: Well, yeah. I don't. I. I guess they're trustworthy.
0: missed that so much I know I haven't had my soul shaken in quite a while my soul has been shook hi everybody welcome to the 23 podcast Michael here with Father Jeff welcome back everybody hey new year new you you got a haircut <laughs> uh it's actually the same haircut so it's not a it's not a new haircut oh, I mean it's the same haircut but a fresh one right you were just it looks looks brand spanking well
1: I had to do it for the podcast
0: you had to you wanted to look you're at your best absolutely that's wonderful. We had a nice break uh, how you well I mean there wasn't much of a holiday break. there's a lot going on around here but the podcast was on break. how was how was your first Christmas at Saint John the 23rd? I
1: thought it was great um, yeah really I think um, yeah I think the masses were just uh, impactful. I uh, had a good spirit. Yeah. Um. It's a nice thing this year. i talking with other priests with Christmas on a on a Sunday without a Sunday, like right immediately before or after, and yeah. then it all kind of had a little little um, calamity day on Friday, which you know was nice to just be able to oh sure rest up for the for the Christmas masses and um yeah. So I th- I thought all that was just. Really nice, and uh, yeah, it's really great. I I enjoyed it a lot.
0: It was a uh, ideal weekend. You're exactly right. Getting that one little day off just to like recharge, get ready to go, and then with when Christmas is on a Sunday, it's just the best. Yeah. For our schedule and personal stamina. So yes, yeah, uh, all was good from uh, my perspective. I thought things went really well. Thanks for asking. By the way, uh, I thought they went give really. Me a chance. W- oh, go ahead. Michael, yeah, how was Christmas for you? I never thought you'd ask. I had a great Christmas. Thank you so much for asking. I would never not ask. I, uh, <laughs> I do. I want to say thank you in a profound way to all of the people that helped set up absolutely and tear down Christmas decorations in the church. This was by far one of our smoothest years. I was just really blown away by the people that stepped up yeah. from. Uh, the guys in my disciple group that helped bring decorations over on a cold Wednesday night in the mm-hmm. dark to the people that were here uh, on Monday the 19th of December to set up to the people that stayed around after the 11 o'clock mass last weekend to help um, gosh it was wonderful and yeah. and thank you so much it it takes a village and the church looked beautiful I thought and it yeah all came together oh absolutely really did well. yeah so um by the way, I got away for a little time. I became an honorary cowboy over Christmas break. Wow. Yeah. I
1: thought you were a legit cowboy
0: already. And, well, not really. I'm no. from Ohio. Mm-hmm. Although, so my. There's old, cows. They, <laughs> we do have some cattle around <laughs> around these parts. Uh, but my oldest brother is from San Antonio. So we went to go down and visit him for a few days. It was a really nice time. It was good. I missed good. you, of course. Oh. Well, I just I'm, wanted you to I'm, know. I'm. I'm, I'm my I left my. Where's heart the lie and, detector test? And <laughs> bring it back. <laughs> right. Bring it back. Uh, but we had a nice time. A nice time of relaxation and family time. And I, I now that we're back here into January, I really like this time of year. We just kind of get into the back into the weekly rhythm of um, family schedules and church in an ordinary time is really nice. And I do. I don't know if you feel that way, or not. I just think this is a good.
1: Time well, especially here. with knowing that Lent is on the horizon, it is. It is sort of a little bit of a.
0: Days are getting longer of a
1: of a kind of a a lull you know a little relaxing time yeah um, of course as people either know or going to find out about we have uh, the diocese has a capital campaign yeah. that our parishes involved in and so uh, that's I'm heavily of course involved with that as sure. the pastor and so maybe less of a lull than normal than normal January Februarys but um, mm-hmm. you know. First year, why have a lol at all?
0: Yeah, you don't need no lol. No lol the first year, I like that rhyme, lol at all. Uh, I, I was actually going to ask you about that because you guys had the kickoff event for the campaign last night, correct? On it, Tuesday, yep, yep, and uh, it went well,
1: it went very well. So it was, it was good. Uh, Ron Hall was full of representatives from different parishes, and the bishop was happy, which is always good, yeah. And, just uh,
0: to just to um. People may be hearing this for the first time. So the Diocese of Toledo has been doing a capital campaign in different waves. Right, uh, Many parishes in the diocese have already had their version of the campaign right. over the last year or so, right. if I'm correct. Uh, here at St. John the 23rd, we were deferred to the final wave, one of the primary reasons being because we had just finished our capital campaign for the church recently, right. and a lot had been going on. So. Uh, But a lot of this is funding that the church needs. It's always a good reminder that we as a parish are part of something bigger than just ourselves. And uh, the funding that the diocese needs to help create funds for various things that we do outside of the walls of this parish.
1: Which ultimately affect what happens in the walls of the parish with different endowments that will be created. And so there's a lot of benefit that will be for decades to come. So, yeah, we'll be hearing more about that. But... um, yeah, so that's uh, that's sort of my winter project. So, yeah, it's like a
0: little. Cozy. The nice
1: thing is, though, it'll give me a chance to connect up with a lot of people, especially being new, uh, to be able to to make some visits and, and yeah. touch base with people. That's that's sort of the primary focus you know it would be a nice pastoral visit sure so just looking forward to to it in that way
0: getting to know people hey speaking of getting to know people too we had a great connection point last sunday yeah Welcome, welcome some new families to the parish some really nice conversations (laughs) were had uh if you've never been to connection point before we always open up the floor just for some conversation we have some different questions that we ask throughout the hour just so it's a bit more interactive and we're not just talking at people Uh, but people had some really good insights about Uh, what this parish means to them so far and what they're looking for in their faith. And uh, it's a really neat time to be able to just pass the um, baton on to a new cohort of people that are ready to invest in the mission and vision of what we do here at John the
1: 23rd. It is kind of touching and humbling to have a, a nice group of people saying, you know what, I want to be a part of this. Yeah. For sure. It's really nice.
0: And to hear their stories, too. I love hearing where people are from. And inevitably, it's always fun because people find connections with one another. Uh, Oh, we're from, you know, my mom was from this hometown. Oh, my mom was from the same hometown or whatever it may be. So that's always really cool. If you'd like to see some pictures of new families that join the parish, they are up on our parish Facebook page and probably in an upcoming bulletin as well. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, let's get into some readings. We are back at Advent. We started back over here in year A. Yep. And uh, we have we had a wonderful Advent season, a blessed but abbreviated Christmas season. Right. Oh, I would like to touch on that for a second. Yeah. Because someone asked me after Mass on Sunday, if Christmas ends with baptism of the Lord, why are you taking down the, tr- the Christmas decorations today? Mm-hmm. So I think for a good liturgical clarification... Let's just lay out what this year looked like.
1: Yeah, especially when Christmas falls on a Sunday, um, a couple things shift, and so that means also that Mary, the Mother of God, on January first falls on Sunday. So the the Sunday that we normally celebrate the um, Holy Family right uh, doesn't take place, and so I get shifted to December thirtieth. So we did that that Friday. Yeah, um, and then the Epiphany. It's the Sunday between January second and January eighth, which this year fell on the eighth. Right. So uh, there is no Sunday then for the Baptism of the Lord. The USCCB um, has made made Monday the ninth the Baptism of the Lord. So we did close out the liturgical Christmas season on Monday, right, uh, with the Baptism of the Lord. And so, yeah, some of our some of our Sundays that we we're, we're used to celebrating in the Christmas season got um, kind of moved around with. The fact that Christmas fell on a Sunday.
0: But now, with this Sunday being the 15th of January, we are back in Ordinary Time. The second Sunday in Ordinary Time.
1: Or more appropriately, the Sunday of the second week. Because we're like, well wait, last last, last Sunday was Epiphany. How are we on the second? We skipped it. Right. Something. But, um, so really, it's it's the Sunday of the second week of Ordinary Time.
0: And this weekend, we will be reading from the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 29 to 34. And...
1: As people know or recall, um, usually for year A we would be reading from the Gospel according to Matthew, which we'll continue to do throughout the whole year. But especially on this um, Sunday of the second week, um, knowing that typically we would have had the Baptism of the Lord, you mm-hmm. know, the, the Sunday before, which would have heard from Matthew. A lot of times, some of these early passages from the Gospel according to John, we see on this um, on the second Sunday, and so we're in John chapter 1. Of course, the bulk of John chapter 1 is uh, that great um, discourse, um, you know, in the beginning was the Word, which, you know, is, is an option for Christmas morning. And the uh, Word so, became flesh. Yep, yeah, and made dwelling among us, um, who is the light. So this is the same chapter, um, so we're sort of still uh, introing Jesus in some ways. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> made me think of like an overture. Yes. This is the Jesus overture. Pick your number, Mm. a musical number, of course. Mm -hmm. All right, go ahead. I, I digress.
1: Yeah. John the Baptist saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He is the one of whom I said, A man is coming after me who ranks ahead of me because he existed before me. I did not know him. But the reason why I came baptizing with water is that he might be made known to Israel. John testified further, saying, I saw the Spirit come down like a dove from heaven and remain upon him. I did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, On whomever you see the Spirit come down and remain, he is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. Now I have seen and testified that he is the Son of God.
0: It really is kind of the ultimate setup for unfolding the rest of the year, even though we're not staying in the Gospel of John, this is setting the tone for what is to come.
1: Right. And we do get a little bit of Jesus' baptism, even though we missed that Sunday. Right. You know, John is different in a lot of ways from the other three Gospels, and so in John, there's no Jesus going to the Jordan, you know, and being baptized, you know, like we see in the other uh, three Gospels, Mm -hmm. but this is Jesus baptism is what John is John the Baptist is referring to here in this gospel so we do you know have part of that is is our, our gospel today
0: you may even think wait a second we just heard this John the Baptist character back in the season of Advent and now we we've moved through it we've we're on the other side of it but it's still coming back but that's because again throughout the liturgical year we're not just going chronologically in order it's setting up the, the greater mystery that is unfolding as we journey through the scripture readings each Sunday.
1: Yep. And it's just like an advent. We, uh, a season we prepare for Jesus is coming, you know, John the Baptist is announcing is coming. Um, and so in a sense here, it's like, well, he's here. I'm putting him out to you, you <laughs> right. know? And so, um, you know, behold the lamb of God.
0: Yeah. I think about, you know, have you ever been to a, uh, the image that comes to mind in my head is like a surprise birthday party. I've never been to, I don't even know if I've ever actually been to a surprise birthday party.
1: It's been quite a while.
0: Maybe we'll have one for you this year. Uh, When's your birthday? In the spring. Oh, he's not telling us right (laughs) now. (laughs) Surprise. Um, Yeah. It's a surprise for us. But the image that comes to mind is being at a function or an event when the guest of honor Mm. shows up, Mm -hmm. right? There's a, um, an anticipation, there's a um, celebration. There's a, you know, a chance to w- want to have a time to interact with them, to greet them, to have your moment of attention from them. You know, I'm, I'm just thinking of different ways that we, that we may celebrate at a function like that. Even a, even a wedding reception, you know, there's always that time before the wedding party comes in and everybody's visiting. But once the bride and the groom have arrived, now it's game time, right? The right. guests of honor have, are here in some ways I liken this passage to that. And John the Baptist is saying, okay, we've all been ready for it. You know, we've all been awaiting this. This is the one. And by the way, if you don't know who it is, it's that guy over there. Right.
1: And especially coming off the Christmas season, when we focus rightly so on, on baby Jesus, um, don't make we, him cry. That's right. Yeah. You, exactly. <laughs> you want to make him smile. Don't, don't pinch him. Um, so, or not sing at mass, but, uh, <laughs> I, had to get, I had to get, that in. For Thank you. you. Appreciate it. Um, but here, here we see that you know Jesus is, is on the cusp of beginning his public ministry, and so now with a reading like this, it's like oh, you know John is is pointing him out, yeah. uh, and it's like okay, now it's it's time to follow, mm-hmm. and that's the whole rest of our year is a is a year of trying to grow as disciples, you know, and following the Lord uh, more closely, more deeply as this year unfolds.
0: The other thing I'm just kind of analyzing here as we're talking, so this is not. Prepar- yeah, you're not surprised. I didn't prepare any of this ahead of time, but I'm wondering what it's like to be Jesus in this moment. Was he someone that liked mm-hmm. attention? You know, cause we hear a lot in scriptures, people, him telling people, don't tell anybody about what you saw or what you've, you've seen here. Um, so if he wasn't the type of person that liked to have the attention on him or to have people pointing to him, what was he feeling in this moment? Uh, are we to believe that Jesus is, in this scene, given the context of the other verses around it.
1: Yeah. It says John the Baptist saw Jesus coming toward him, that how, you know, he could be half mile away and be coming towards him, you know, (laughs) and he wouldn't be privy to this. uh, Although
0: the sound carries over water very well. Right. Yeah. It's like a PA system.
1: Yeah. Um, But John wants people to follow Jesus. And so that's, that's, you know an interesting question because obviously Jesus wants people to to follow him yeah uh, and he, he does a call soon after this his disciples you know his first disciples and of course the miraculous healings even though he's, he's God he's, he knows everything and so he knows you know the secrecy you know ain't gonna ain't gonna happen right um, but what is it that people are, are are seeing in him so he of course wants to reveal the kingdom of God and himself as the Lord and savior of the world yeah Um, but not not just some miracle worker, yeah. um, you know, not just some teacher. It all points to the, the deeper um, fact of who he is, mm-hmm. and so of course Jesus wants us to know who he is. Yeah. Um, but I think here, as we see in the Gospels, as you as you said, various points, sort of in the right way and for the right reasons. I
0: I think it would be interesting, maybe, to put ourselves because of the word being made flesh to yeah. go back to echoing that, that theme of the beginning of the gospel of John, wouldn't it be interesting this year, maybe as we contemplate or meditate on the gospel readings to put ourselves into Jesus shoes. A lot of times, you know, we might put ourselves, mm-hmm. who is it? What does it like to be John the Baptist? Mm-hmm. What does it like to be Zacchaeus? What does it like to be Martha? You know, any of the other characters that we know, mm-hmm. but I think, on the human side of things, wouldn't it be interesting to say what what would it be like to be Jesus in this moment? Not to say what would it like to be like to be God in this moment. I don't think we're trying to play act that we are divine, but I I find myself curious how much did the divinity and the humanness of what he was experiencing um, play out in his own mind, and um, what would he what would he have been feeling in this? And of course, as we enter. You talked about Lent being on the horizon as we enter into the passages of Lent in the coming weeks and then, of course, ultimately Holy Week. um, It might be a a beautiful meditation just to kind of put ourselves into that space and and see maybe where God is speaking to us. Sure.
1: Yeah, I agree. As as we enter into the, the gospel readings to not forget to look at things from Jesus's perspective as well, I think that can be informative for us.
0: He wouldn't
1: take a lie detector test though, because he'd be like, "I don't." I yeah, don't, what's he, the point, bro? I, mean, I already yeah. got this
0: down. You know, you know yeah. that I'm not lying. Mm-hmm. No lying here.
1: Yeah, uh, that'd be awkward. Trying to like, I don't think this thing works. Yeah.
0: Uh, I think he's lying. Uh, sorry, uh, your machine's no. broken. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we forgot to plug it in. That's no power back then. That, that oh. was the problem. Don't. If you laugh, it just encourages me. So. Well, don't. I'm okay with that. <laughs> So we also have um, just a little bit of foreshadowing as well of, you know, the image of the Spirit, right? We know at the end of this next little run of the liturgical year, ultimately we end with Easter and then, of course, Pentecost. And here we already see this foreshadowing of the Spirit descending and him saying on whomever you see the Spirit come down and remain, he is the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit.
1: And that word baptism, um, especially the way that we tend to do baptism, you know, we sort of pour a little water, unless it's, you know, maybe adults or the immersion or something. But typically with infants there's a little water poured on the head and we yeah. think that's like you know, the word baptized means you just sort of pour a little water. But the word bapt right the word baptize means like to immerse, yeah. you know, or to drench. And so especially in the last couple of years, just coming to appreciate the Holy Spirit, you know, even more. You know, just the fact that Jesus came to like drench us or immerse us mm. in the holy spirit um which is amazing to think about
0: it's a it's not a um modest image right yeah it's a it's an all-in right a totality like
1: it's a it's a full-on pour and uh <laughs> but that spirit's been poured into us you know and immersed you know we've been immersed uh through our baptism like mm-hmm. we have that in confirmation and so we already we already have that mm-hmm. you know and and how do we claim that how do we call upon that more and more in our in our life
0: well and really the word that we use at confirmation is sealed right yeah. there's a, a permanence to it it's not just a well it showed up like it's literally been sealed
1: right and we get the chrism on the forehead but really that's the whole self is sealed you know
0: right with the holy spirit just like my lips whenever you tell me a secret <laughs> these lips are sealed that i'm still waiting for, i'm still waiting for a secret like maybe when your berth- birthday is in the spring <laughs> So I know, I've got your mom's number. I'll you can we'll just find look out my out. Facebook page. Right? It's <laughs> that it's that private. It's on Facebook. <laughs> Everybody's got homework to do. Hmm. Uh, no, wonderful. These are, are great great images. And real quick, I'll, just to even take it one step further, we talked about you know that image from John one. You'll hear us sing this week in the the verse before, in, in between the Alleluia's prior to the gospel, we sing that exact phrase from John 1, the word of God became flesh and dwelt among us. Those who accepted him, he gave power to become children of God. Yeah. All right, let's take it to prayer. In
1: the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Um, God, as we enter into this um, time that is labeled ordinary, we um, we just know for us Christian people, there's no ordinary time because we have been sealed with your spirit. Uh, we do receive um, Christ in the Eucharist, that we're caught up in the, uh, as children of God, and that there's an identity there, and that there's, there's power there, and uh, God, today, just help us reclaim who we are. Uh, as people made in your image and likeness, you came to save, whose life you came to embrace so that we could uh, embrace yours and become like you. God, we love you. We thank you for your love for us. Sustain us this day and each day in that love in the Holy Spirit and through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit.
0: Hey, thanks for joining us for another podcast, friends. Absolutely.
1: Good to be back.
0: Back in the saddle. Oh, there's another cowboy reference.
1: And another song.
0: <laughs> hey friends, have a great week. We'll see you this weekend for Mass. We can't wait to see you. Take care.